You are listening to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. And we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula. Faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are. Gentlemen, it's time to get fit. And and, 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 and now, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. All right, welcome back to the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. Um, I have a guest again today. Um, super excited to talk to this brother. Uh, Fred Underwood is a husband and father of three girls, a girl dad, just like your boy. Um, I know that we're going to get into that a little bit. He is also a, a sports and tech consultant with uh, with Dream Big Sports, which I'm interested in asking some questions about that for sure. Um, and he's also the host of the Powerhouse Conversations podcast. So he's a fellow podcaster. Um, Fred, how you doing, brother? And I'm great. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. Uh, happy to be on to have this conversation. I think it's definitely um, a, a good uh, thing that you're doing. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to, to be here. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad to have you. Um, is there anything that I missed in that? I know you, you're a man of many hats. Is yeah. there something that I missed you want to share? No, I mean, I mean, you know, that that sums it up. I mean, you know, I have uh, I have a lot of things that that uh, that that I'm, you know, I'm a brother, I'm a, a, a husband, like you said, I'm a, a son, um, you know, um, I think it's, a, it's, you know, that sums it up. And I, I'm just, I'm just blessed. I'm a child of God, if, uh, if that's what you want to add into there. But yeah, blessed. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so you're a father of, of three girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, what are their ages? Uh, 10, eight and four. Okay, so we got we're about the same. My my daughter actually just turned ten uh, on August eighth, okay. and my youngest will be eight October first. Okay. So we got I don't have a third, <laughs> but but we but we we're close in age. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So how how was it with three? Because we we stopped at two. Two was enough for us. But how was how was that third one? Well, that's what I was gonna tell you. That last one, she's 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 a she's a she's a lot. She's a lot. She's uh she has all the energy. She uh you know she brings all the the excitement and the uh, personality. So uh you know she's a she's a great add on it and a great addition. But uh, you know it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, is the four year old in school yeah. or or she still kind of started preschool uh, Monday? Just started preschool. Okay. Okay. So how was that? Are they all at the same school? Yep. They, uh, you know, so we were, we were, uh, blessed enough to, for them to, uh, attend the same school through the Georgia, the Georgia has a Georgia lottery program where the pre-K can attend, um, their, their elementary school. So she, she goes to their same school. She, she, uh, is absolutely excited to be there, um, and, and be around her sister. So it's been good. Yeah. That must be nice with the drop off and pick yep. up. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because with with ours for for a little while, when our oldest, the way they're only two years apart, but in school they're three years apart. Gotcha. So uh, our youngest was at like a, a preschool, and our oldest was at a at elementary, and it was like drop one yep. off and then hurry over and drop the other one off, and then pick up was crazy. Yep. Um, but now we're good. They both get dropped off at yep. the same time, picked up the same time, so life is a lot easier. But 
that juggling was crazy. Yeah, that's how it was for me last year with the uh, with the younger one um, going to a different uh, like you know daycare or whatever. Um, so I, I you know yeah. dropped the, the girl uh, the two older ones off at school and then have to drive drive over to to another uh, to another area and then get back home start work. Yeah, so it was a lot. Okay, so you you uh you you're the drop off. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my wife uh she uh she works downtown, so she uh she has to okay. to get downtown and and um I'm, I'm, I work from home um I work remote, so um I'm I'm you know it's easier for me to to uh to do all that, pick them up and everything, than for you know for her to try to juggle that in the morning before good uh, making that commute to work. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, all right, so um. Got three kids. How long have you and your wife been together? Um, we've been get we've been dating um since we were uh eight. She was eighteen and I was nineteen. So, but uh, we've been married okay. for uh, we actually just had our anniversary this week. We've been married for eight years. Congratulations, man! That's awesome. Appreciate it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so husband, father, uh, let's let's talk a little bit because uh, we'll get we'll get back to fatherhood. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. dive into fatherhood, but I do I do want to touch on some of the business parts of it because I have uh, you know listeners that are always asking you know you know get somebody on here that's doing this or get somebody on here that's doing that and how we can learn this or learn that. And I heard you say you work from yep. home. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you yeah, do. So uh, as you 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 mentioned earlier, so I ha I do entrepreneur, but I do have a full time job. I, I'm a uh, I am a sales engineer for AT&T. Um, so that's my my uh, my full time employment. Um, and then, like I said, I, I uh, you know, I, I juggle um, the sports side. That's something that I, I've been an entrepreneur since uh, since, you know, I graduated college. Uh, so uh, on the, during the day, I'm, I'm, I'm working um, for AT&T as a sales engineer. And then I, I get my my my, uh, my work in on my um, my dream big uh, sports uh, in the in the evening. Um, so. That's what I'm I'm juggling both and, and, and making it work. Got you. Got you. So I, I uh, I've got some some frat brothers that are engineers, but I never heard of a sales engineer. What is what is a sales? Yeah, engineer? So a sales engineer is uh, basically I from the pre-sales um, to uh, implementation of, like I said, with AT&T, it's, it's uh, you know, anything, everything from the tech side. So from internet um, to applications, Wi-Fi, uh, you know, things of that nature, um, motel locations. Um, but I'm, I'm, the, I'm basically who designs the, the uh, solution and I help, uh, you know, be the, be the middleman before the sales team. And then, you know, the project managers and the, you know, the tier four engineers and things of that nature. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So I designed, cool. Now I know, right? Yeah. I've designed the solutions for uh, the, uh, I guess, to simplify it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know. Now I, now, now I can, uh, when somebody says sales yep. engineer, I can, I can act smart now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh yeah. Solution design. Yeah. I know what you do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk about the sports side of it. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned that you started that kind of like right as you got out of, out of college. Um, tell us a little bit about yeah. Dream yeah, Big Sports. Man, so I started that as a, uh, it started as, as a nonprofit, man. So, uh, I played, uh, a basketball, uh, in college at, at junior college. And then I ended up, uh, not being eligible to go, uh, after, to play after that. Right. So I come from a small town in Alabama, um, and the resources in the, in the, uh, you know, the, the people that, that to make it 
aren't as plentiful, right? So, um, you know, I decided that, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was able to bridge that gap between showing the, the, the pros that did make it and, and, and things of that nature. I wanted to bridge that gap to, to the, uh, you know, the kids like me that, that, you know, maybe needed that mentorship and that guidance to make sure that they're going down the right path and they're doing the right things and they're, and they're staying in there and they were able to see their work ethic. So it started off as a, as a, um, as a nonprofit. So I did, uh, you know, camps. We did programs where we brought back, uh, you know, pro players to, let, to help them see and give back to the community where we, uh, you know, we, we had these things set up and we, you know, we had kids that were able to, uh, to gain scholarships and things of that nature and, and, and go on to play in college. Um, as, as it, as my career grew and, and we'll talk about the fatherhood that, that, uh, that took, took it, uh, a life of its own. And, you know, we, I, you know, started to move around. So I couldn't keep the nonprofit, uh, going. Um, you know, as my career grew after I graduated college and then I came back to it and I, and I've been on the consulting side and just, you know, helping out, uh, athletes and helping out organizations with, with, uh, growing, um, from a technology standpoint. So I like to say I, I curate, I curate the digital transformation for, uh, athletes brands. Um, so that's where we're at with, uh, dream big sports right now. Okay. All right. That's dope, man. That's dope. So when you when you say you curate, like, are we talking about like the? Because I know now, like, I, I I train athletes. I work with high school players mostly now, but kind of been training athletes kind of all along the spectrum. Uh, with the NIL and all that stuff, are you are you kind of dabbling yeah. in that a little bit? Getting yep. involved. So in that? Uh, from the NIL standpoint, um, you know, helping um with the branding, helping with uh, you know, things things from um making connections with uh nft projects making connections for uh nil deals um making connections for uh, storytelling so videography graphic design website uh building so anything from a from a uh, technology standpoint from a digital uh standpoint of, of getting your from from um helping you with your brand um, from, uh, you know, just being, being out there and then taking it to a digital standpoint and helping your, you get seen. So that's, that's where, where, where we come in at. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, I think we got the business stuff down, man. Let's, let's talk fatherhood. Let's talk about why we're really here. Absolutely. Right. Um, so, so 10 years ago, you, you become mm -hmm. a father. Um, tell us a little bit about that, that experience, because I, I know mine was, in my own opinion, kind of unique, just in, in the way it happened. But but I'm interested to learn how that how that happened. Yeah, so it happened my my senior year in college. Uh, I was <laughs> juggling, okay. uh, you know, as a business major, I'm juggling uh, going through uh, through uh, you know the 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 last year, where it's the capstone uh, classes and all that stuff, um, and 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 really, um, you know, making sure that I'm I'm graduating right so <laughs> juggling all the, mm -hmm. the the thoughts that go on with oh i'm about to be a father but then i'm also trying to start my career um it was it was life-changing so i i always look at it as i always tell i always tell my daughter like you're the best thing that ever happened to me right so it, it allowed me to to focus and dial in on on um you know being successful and being able to hey it's it, play time's over the, the the games and you know uh you know always my my professors and things used to always say i'm mature i was mature, one of the more mature uh people um that, that that were in the classrooms um but it was because my my daughter and i was like i can't i don't have time to play i ha i have to to get out here i have to network and i have to uh put some put put things together to be able to provide for her in the future okay do you feel like that was like just like an automatic flip for you? Like once you once you knew you were going to be a father, you were able to just kind of like level up maturity wise or 
did that was that something that kind of took a little time because i know for some dudes it's like <laughs> it takes longer right like i felt like for me it was kind of the same way i was a little bit older um i was probably 10 years older than you were um but but i felt the same way like once i found out i was gonna be a father like things just was like this is what i'm doing and i'm just gonna follow this path and you know this is what's most important to me um but but did you feel like it, it just kind of like boom i'm gonna i'm gonna be a dad and go oriented person so it was a it was a, a a switch once i knew what i was focused on then that's hey that's the direction i'm going now i like you know we we're talking about fatherhood now it, it did take me more time to mature as a as a man in general you know in, in all other aspects but as a as, as a father that 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 switch clicked as soon as i knew it, what, what was going on Okay. All right. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you just kind of going back a little bit, right? Obviously you, you became a father. What, what was your, what was your relationship with your father? Uh, so my relationship, my, my, my dad has always been in, in my, uh, in my life. Uh, I wouldn't say as far as like relationship, we don't have, we, we're not, uh, you know, some people are like, Oh, that's my best friend. That's my, like, not that type of relationship, but as far as like just having somebody that's there and, and all and, and taught me, um, you know, how to, 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 uh, to go through life and, and, and provide and to, uh, you know, to be, to be there in, in, in your child's life. Uh, so I definitely, I definitely had that, uh, that relationship, uh, as far as like, he, he's, uh, you know, he, he was, my dad was in the military, so we moved around a lot, but, uh, you know, that, that was always, I was, he was always, uh, present in there. So I always saw him. Okay. The military. So you, you guys, uh, you're, what is that? What's that? Uh, military yeah, brat, right? Military brat. <laughs> so, so where did you guys move around? She said you moved around a little bit. Where'd you guys live? Did you get to live anywhere? I was born in, in Georgia, moved to Texas. And then I lived in Germany for five, almost five years. Um, luckily, like I said, I was on the tail end. We didn't, we, it's, it's not as bad as, a, as you know, a lot of other people, but yeah, I, we lived in Germany. And then after we uh, lived in Germany, he retired and we came back and we were in Alabama for the, for the remainder. Oh, wow. My, uh, my stepmom um, was born in okay. Germany. Um, her mom is German. They, and my, all my aunts speak uh, German. Uh, my sisters actually uh, speak German. I never wanted to learn. So I, I, I don't, I can understand it. Like when she's, you know, if I'm yeah. in trouble, that kind of thing. <laughs> but, but as far as speaking it, I'm like, gosh, no, that's, cool. um, that's cool. I don't so remember any of it. That's cool, man. Yeah. Like I said, I know when I'm in trouble, I know I wonder, it's probably more that I know tone and, and some mm -hmm. words just kind of sound right. similar. Um, but but yeah, I was, I was rebellious in that <laughs> way. And my sisters wanted to learn it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> all right so so you guys left germany you moved back home um you were playing basketball yeah, yeah. i actually got to play while i was over there so that was a good that was a cool experience uh got to play in some of the youth leagues it was a lot different over there because uh you know when when uh over there they play for their you know they have pro teams so they have their it's almost like a farm system but the farm system starts when you're very young so that i i got to uh to play over there a little bit too so that was cool and, and the way they they run their organizations and things of that nature, so it was it was a good experience. Okay, all right. Um, so so we'll flash back forward. You're you're in your senior year. You find out you're going to be a dad. You you become a father. Um, what was did you get any like? Because I'm trying to like right when you find out you're going to be a father, right? And you're getting you're trying to prepare yourself for it. You're never going to be ready, but you got to get ready, right? Uh, did you did you seek out any advice? Did you read any books? Did you talk to anybody in particular? 
I mean, honestly, I, I, I can't remember seeking out specific advice. And as far as, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just read, I, I'm, I love to learn. Like I'm always reading just in general. So I'm pretty sure that I did mm-hmm. do some specific, uh, you know, uh, searching and seeking, but, uh, and maybe th- that, uh, you know, maybe that kind of played it, played a part, but I think my main goal was how can I, pro- how can I set myself up to be able to provide, uh, you know, financially and, and like, cause I said, I think the, the factor was I was in college and I'm like, okay, I got to be able to, to, to take care of this, this child and make sure that, 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 you know, she, some, that she has something, um, that she'll never want for anything and, and have a, have a, uh, you know, something to leave as a legacy. But what, to your, to your point, I think that the maturity side probably wasn't there because that's the first thing I thought of versus like being actually mentally prepared to be a father. Right. So I, I think that's, that gotcha. I took a lot of bumps and bruises because of, you know, Hey, I'm focusing on, 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 you know, trying to, to, uh, provide financially, but I should have been preparing myself uh, mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the other parts of it, right. Because I think, I think society kind of pushes that narrative and it's true. You do need to be able to be a provider for your family. Um, but I think that's so Mm -hmm. one dimensional for who we can and what we can be Mm -hmm. for our family. Um, I think you, you mentioned it being mentally, uh, prepared, being emotionally prepared. I think uh, a lot of times as, as men, we are, we lack emotional intelligence. Um, and we don't learn that we need it until it, you know, until right. we had a problem, right? Until something's going on, I'm like, oh man, I only knew that I could be happy or right. upset. Like those are right. only two emotions I got. <laughs> um, and then we don't have the tools or the resources that we need to to properly uh, be present right. for our family. Um, so you, in figuring that, I so see you, you took you were you were focused on the on the um, mm-hmm. financial part of it. What kind of made you start focusing on the other parts of it, like like you said, the mental part of it? Having girls, man. I, I know you 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 know what that that is. So the emotional intelligence you ha- like you're 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 thrown into it. So I'm in a house full of full of women, and and you're you're thrown into the uh you know having to understand um you know how to uh, control your emotions, how to how to uh, be be sensitive to their emotions, how to help them grow as young young um, young women. Um, how to, uh, how to, how, mm-hmm. how they can understand their emotions. I mean, um, I think you, you just, you just, um, uh, you grow into the person. Like it's I, one thing I did, uh, learn is that you're constantly growing. It's, it's not a, you're there. You are constantly, consistently growing. And if you're not growing, then there's something wrong. If you're staying in the same place, if you're staying in the same mm-hmm. mindset, then you're something, there's something wrong. You have to consistently be open and into growth. Yeah. 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 I, I, I 100% agree. Like, uh, every day there's a new mm-hmm. adventure. Right. And I, I like to like put it akin to like, there's the quote where you, you don't, <clears throat> you don't avoid the storm. You learn to dance in the rain. Like, <laughs> like you're every day you're kind of learning how to maneuver and okay, this worked and uh, it doesn't work now. Let me adjust this. And Am I being too hard? Am I being too like you kind of always working through it? And and like you said, you got to always be willing to learn, because I think that's one of the things, too, that has kind of been like a stereotype for guys is that we just we're fixers. 
right? Whatever the problem is, I'm going to fix it. Um, you're upset. All right, I'm going to fix it. And that's, that's not necessarily how they work or are wired, right? Like I'm trying to fix the problem, but you know, I don't, I'm not really hitting the actual, like I'm fixing the symptoms. I'm not fixing the problem. You know what I mean? And, and it, and it takes some emotional intelligence and it takes you being really present in the situation to figure out, okay, that's maybe not the problem. Like I, I'm, you're crying because X, Y, Z. And so I'm trying to fix X, Y, Z, but the real reason you're crying is, is ABC. You know what I mean? And I, I won't figure that out if I'm trying to fix this one thing. Um, and so I, I, I honestly think being a girl dad, and obviously I don't have any boys. And so I can't, you know, I'm biased, but I can't, I can't necessarily say that they don't experience this for, for fellas that have, have sons. But I think being a girl dad forces you to, to yep. expand, right? You have to stretch outside of yourself. Like you can't, you can parent your, your son and daughter the same way, kinda, uh, but I think it takes a special kind of man to yep. raise a daughter. Yep. Right. And you're forced to be that. Not like, not like you were yep. born that way. Yeah. I was right? <laughs> like, Oh, I'm just a different, yeah, I'm just a different dude. I could raise girls. No, I think right. they make you. And that I think way. that's what, uh, I think people, uh, you know, probably forget or, or, or not acknowledge. It's not necessarily that you, there's something in you already. Like you have to be open to that growth and you will, be, you will become this person. And you're always becoming the person that you mm-hmm. are. Um, you know, every day, every day you're being shaped and molded into the person that you are today. Um, you know, your past is going to shape you. So if you are 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 kind of reluctant to 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 grow and pushing that that uh you know that change away, and instead of embracing the change, and I think like just being dead over these last ten years, like sometimes I I uh, didn't embrace the change and didn't. Uh, I'm always out overthinking things and, 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 and maybe um, not wanting to grow and, and be open to, okay, she's, she's a person as well. She's, a, she's becoming a person. And I have to understand who she is and who she is becoming. And so let me, let, let me be emotionally mm-hmm. intelligent enough to listen to her and to help her become the person that she, the best person that she can be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very important point too, is that we have to realize that we're not just raising children, we're raising adults. Um, and they're becoming adults right in front of our eyes, like every day. Um, and if we're only focused on raising them as kids, then we end up with adults that are stunted. Yep. Right. And so I think that that's been a challenge for me. Um, because I grew up in a household where, you know, respect mm-hmm. was everything and yeah. you didn't talk back and, you know, you respect your elders, children speak yeah. when they're spoken to and all these things, right. All these kind of yeah. old school, like parenting techniques. And I'm looking at my daughters and I don't want them. Like I was just, I was just kind of, in some cases, just hard headed enough to talk mm-hmm. back sometimes, <laughs> but like for them, I don't want them to be afraid to speak their mind. Like, I don't want them to be afraid to advocate for themselves. I don't want them to be afraid to feel what they feel and then open up and let other people know, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I would like this, you know, to, to, you know, advocate for themselves. Um, and I think in the household and my, my parents did the best job that they could do with what they had. And that was just the way that parents parented at that time. But like, that that whole speak was spoken to and like if you say anything outside of what i said then it's disrespect and i can't I, it's hard for me to be like 
I feel that way sometimes though, right? Because that's the way I was raised, right? And so as soon as they say something, yeah. I'm like, mm. all right, hold on. Okay. All right. Let me let me process this. Like you're not actually disrespecting me, but you what you're doing is trying to say how you feel. Okay, now I, I can take what you feel unless now I'm still the parent, right? I'm still I'm still the boss in here, but I, I can I can be a more effective leader instead of trying to be a boss. And I think that's what kind of I felt like my looking back at it, I felt like, you know, my mom and dad were the bosses of the house and we were like the little workers in the crib. <laughs> but now I feel like I want to be a leader in my house and I have not followers, but other yeah. leaders that I'm trying to cultivate and, yeah, and bring I, along. So you made me think about because uh, helping them understand that, hey, this is this is leadership. And I always tell them that I have a role and they have a role. So I always tell them that my role is to protect, to provide and to teach. And, and, and I, and I, and I tell them that, Hey, your role is to, you know, to love and to, and to, and to grow and to, and to learn. Right. So, and, and with those roles, we are going to work together to get where we need to be. And I think that's, that's something that, you know, I always want to make sure that they understand that. And I always tell them, Hey, I can't do my, I can't do my job if you don't allow me to. So allow me to, to do those things to protect yeah. you, to provide for you and to teach. And if, and if I can't, if you're not open to learning, then I can't teach. So I always, I always make sure I kind of give them those principles and, 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 um, you know, and go about that, go about it in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like, I like the, the three things, right? Three things are easy to, for them to grasp. They know their role and you know yours and you guys yeah. can kind of work together towards a, towards a goal. Um, as you guys, have, as you've, you know, been fathering, been parenting for the last 10 years, um, what's been like your, your biggest struggle with it? If any, right? Like if any, if you, if you've been just acing the test and then, then please let us know, let us give us the cheat code. <laughs> I, I think the biggest, uh, struggle is like we just said, understanding that they are, or, or getting around that mindset that, Hey, I'm, you're raising someone who is, is, is growing into an adult. Like they're, they're going, they're not, they're not, a, they're you know, they're not a, uh, you know, someone who can't have a voice. They, they, they're just little people. And and that's probably the biggest thing is like understanding that they're, they're people like people, uh, a lot of, a lot of times people think that, um, you know, they're a kid, you're an adult, they're, you're something different. No, you're, they're, they're little people that have minds of their own and they have thoughts mm -hmm. and they have feelings and they have, have the, the, uh, you know, have their own opinions and it's, it's your job to help them understand it. But it's not your job to give them your thoughts, your opinions and your your mindset. It's your job to help them grow into the mindset that they they want to have. That's one thing. Right. And then the other thing I would the other struggle is, you know, when you're when you're parenting together, you, you have to have to understand that, you know, that two different people, two different ways they were raised. So, you know, uh, you know, understanding what your wife, the, the dynamic of your wife um, or your partner or your spouse, whatever, whatever it may be. Uh, but understanding that dynamic and, and partnering together to, to raise two individuals. And, um, you know, that, uh, I think that you're up, each person's upbringing has a lot to do with how they want to want to, um, parent. Yeah. You got me thinking, um, we talk about it a lot now, right? Cause we're in the mm -hmm. middle of it. My wife and I, uh, like how we're going to parent and handle different situations. Um, but I don't think that we ever did prior yep. to having kids. Uh, would you same, say that's same. the same I, for you? Uh, I, I was actually talking to my wife about that uh, recently. It's like, 
uh, yeah, some of these conversations probably like should have been had ahead of time, or at least at the beginning, <laughs> like at the, at, the, at the very least at the, you know, when they were very young, when it, when it wasn't as, uh, as, uh, you know, when they're babies and it's not, not a lot that you are going to have to, there's not a lot of moving dynamics. Right. Um, I think some of those conversations could be had, mm-hmm. uh, at that, at that point um, of how you're going to raise, how you're going to discipline, how you're going to, to go about, uh, you know, um, just teaching them how you're going to how you're going to allow them to to interact with others. It's a lot of different things that that you may think is small. And you, but if you if you can't get on the same page and then it's going to be a, pro- a problem and that spills over to your marriage. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So if any of you you young guys are here or listening or, or, or you know, kind of got a younger kid, that's a big thing. Right. Talk about your parenting style, her parenting style, your group parenting style and, and what adjustments you may need to make. And, that, and then being open to making adjustments because you may have a parenting style going into it or you think you're going to have a parenting style and your kid may not respond mm-hmm. at all to that. Right. Like my kids are, are different <laughs> and like I can I, I'm, I'm fair and mm-hmm. equal in a sense, but they're two yeah. different personalities. So yeah. I have to parent them differently. Right. Like I show up for my older daughter differently than I show up for my my younger daughter. And that's just because of their personalities. And I think my parenting style is the same, but but I got to run a different offense (laughs) or a different defense against each one. Like I got to I got to approach that game a little differently. Like I watch film on you. I know how you're going to react. I got to play you a little differently. Um, And I think that's important, too. Um, And and me and my wife kind of bounce off each other because we handle each kid a little differently and each situation might need more me or might need more her, right? Like that good cop, bad cop idea. Uh, and it's funny, a couple, a couple of days ago, it might've been last week. Um, our, our littlest was something was going on and I was bad cop, right? I jumped in and I was kind of going at her a little bit and my wife heard and she came in and she can start going in. I was like, wait a minute. Whoa. And that's just time out for everybody. And we went out the room and I was like, look, we can't both be bad cop. But they can't play bad cop, bad cop. You got to come in and save them a little bit. Right. They, they need they need somebody. To, and and understanding, though, and having those conversations, we can kind of in the middle of it, be able to pull ourselves out and parent no, think, accordingly, um, which I think comes comes yeah, with time I think and like uh, that that analogy for the, uh, you know, like the offenses. Right. So. Uh, you, you're, you're still going to, to run the, 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 the plays that, I mean, or the, the, the system that you run against whoever you play, because if you're, you're good, you're going to mm-hmm. run it. Right. But based on the team, you're going to pull different things out of your playbook to utilize on this, on this, uh, on this team. So it's the same thing with parenting, like, Hey, like our principles stay the same or what, what we do is what we do. We're not going to change what we do, but. When we're dealing with one, we have to figure out how to how to uh, how to attack it in, in, a, in a different way. Yeah, for sure. That That's a great that's great. Like, I, I'm going to use that. You're going to hear me say that more often. <laughs> right. You got your your, your parenting system, but then you got to pull different plays out of your playbook. I love it. I love it. Um, do you have any any like fatherhood influences? Anybody that you you turn to or, or kind of like maybe mentors other than your father, right? I would say your father's probably one of them. Um, but then outside of that, did you have anybody in the community or anybody now that you look up to that so, kind of like give you advice? Not necessarily. Uh, like I say, uh, well, I will say uh, I, I do uh, counseling. Um, so I talk about mm-hmm. 
different things that are that are, are going on, um, you know, mentally and emotionally. So I get advice from a life standpoint of how I should deal with things. So I think that that helps just from a mental yeah. uh, standpoint of how how uh, that how parenting impacts you. Um, but not necessarily mentors, but just under like, uh, you know, maybe talking to friends and things of that nature and bouncing, uh, you know, things that are going on with, uh, with them, um, going on with them during, uh, you know, during their, their, uh, fatherhood experiences. So just, uh, you know, it's, it's always good to understand that, you know, Hey, someone else is, is kind of, um, experiencing the th same things you are. And, um, you know, this is how they how they deal with it or not even that that's how they deal with it. But just under, like you, it's OK. Like one of one of the things I got got, uh, you know, got through or got out of counseling was just the simple statement. It's OK. Like I used to worry and, and mm -hmm. uh, try to figure like like you said earlier in, the, in this, like, hey, I'm I'm a fixer. Like I, once something happens, I need to. OK, this is the problem. Let me go fix it. There's not always a, a fix it. Uh, you know, in, in fatherhood, like uh, it's it's okay. You don't have to have right. everything figured out. So that was the that was one of my biggest aha moments is uh, when I, that I got through counseling was it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that it's okay, and and like you're not gonna be able to fix anything is something that that I had to work hard to to grab a hold of too, um, because I just want to like yeah. I just want to make it okay. Right. Like I want everything to be smooth sailing. And if it's not, all right, let's fix it and let's get back on the ship and get back to sailing. Um, but that's something that I uh, I'm trying to think of who it was. I think it's Simon Sinek. I heard the other day or he had I mean, I actually have a book um, where he talks about mm -hmm. the infinite game. Um, um, and parenting is, is one of those things. Right. Like there's no there's no finish line. Right. There's no like. Right. There's no halftime where you can go back and look and say, okay, check the score. And this is what we're doing and review film. Like you're doing all these things and you're going to be doing them forever. So if something like you try something right now and it's not the right thing, you still have time to rectify that. Like there's always an opportunity for you to, to help make a better situation. I almost said fix it. Uh, there's always an opportunity for you to make a better situation, to make a better choice. So if you're in a situation where, you know, you feel like right. it's not okay, it's right. okay that it's not okay. What are you going to do it's, moving it, I forward? Think it's, the, it's, it's I, that's what I said about like, it's not necessarily um, parenting principles. It's just life principles, right? So just understanding, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how life works and, 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 and growing with it, right? Being, uh, being, um, and I was one of my favorite books, probably my favorite book is, uh, is principles by Ray Dalio. Um, and it talks about being radically open-minded, uh, radically open-minded and being, um, you know, constantly, um, open to growing. So understanding that every single day is a new, new journey, a new experience, a new challenge. And under, like you just said, understanding that it's, it's okay that, you know, Hey, it didn't go to go the way you planned or it didn't, uh, you know, it didn't work out the way that you, you thought it should, but it's okay. The next day you're going to try, we're going to try again. We're going to, we're going to go about it again. We're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, keep it going. Um, and I think that's, that's something that you always have to be, be, uh, be mindful of is, uh, just being okay with growth and being in embracing the growth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, 10 years in, 
three kids down. Was there anything that you wish you would have known ahead of time or, or something that, that, you know, maybe somebody would have just, just dropped a little nugget on you that you could have taken that would have made it a little bit smoother? Now, I, don't, I honestly don't think there's nothing that compare you, can prepare you for being a being a parent. Like it's, some, it's one of the most beautiful but toughest things that you can ever experience in life, in, in my opinion. Um, it's just because like, like I said, you're dealing with another human being and you're responsible for that other Mm -hmm. human being. And for me, it's three other human beings that I'm responsible for being, making sure that they are, or, or, or have, let me, let me rephrase, making sure that they have the tools and the, and the, uh, the, the example of being a good human being. I think that's probably the simplest thing, but Mm -hmm. I, I, I honestly think that it's, I don't think, or maybe if somebody t- told me that, hey, you just got to view it as, as, as uh, you know, you have a big responsibility, but the responsibility is a partnership and not a, uh, and not a, uh, it's not something that you are, you are, uh, you know, you're this dictator. Um, you don't have to be a dictator. You, mm. you, you're, you're, you're leading, you're, you're leading mm. other individuals. That, That's a bar right there, man. It's a partnership. Parenting is a partnership. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Um, and I definitely think that that's a great way to look at it, right? Because you and your child or your children are all going in the same direction. Like you have a unified goal. Like you want them to be great or whatever it is, or just good human beings, like you said. And my hope is that they want to be good and they want to be great and just be good human beings. And so we're working together kind of in concert to get to that point. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, it's definitely a partnership, man. I like that. I like that. I, I used to say that, that fatherhood, uh, like the father is like the CEO of the family, right? Like you are the, uh, the chief executive officer of this thing. And, and like, this is your company. Um, and to look at it like that as, and to view them as partners in your company is, is huge because it changes how you yep. treat them. Right. Like, because because they have some say partners have some say in what's going on with the company. They have some input into how the company yep. operates and runs. They have yep. rules and roles and responsibilities. They're not just yep. along for the ride. Um, and I think what you said earlier about them understanding their roles is important yep. in the partnership of parenting, um, because if they don't understand yep. it, like, you know, your role. But if they don't know theirs, then you're you're kind of spinning your wheels trying to get them to do something that they don't even. Yeah, if you don't have that conversation, and, you, and like I said, I've had that conversation from from very young ages. Like I said, they're only ten, only ten and eight. Uh, so I, I, I they understood that, and I and I and I uh, like I said, broke it down into those three, those those three diff, those three things, and and made sure that they understood it. But like I said, if you when when you change your mindset of like just thinking that you are. Their children, they're gonna do what that what I tell them to do because really just think about it. Like they're at a certain age, they're going to be adults. You're still gonna be their parent at the point that they're mm-hmm. adults. So if you treat it like a if you if you have that that give and take and that that partnership and that that uh mindset that hey, we're gonna do this together and we're gonna go on this journey together, then they'll respect you more and they'll they'll understand. Um, that, hey, we're on this journey together versus like you've always been just beating them down and telling them what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I didn't ask you this earlier, but I'm curious now. Are you are you guys looking at adding another partner to no, your uh, to your no, business? <laughs> All right. All right. So that's cool. That's cool. So you got, you got, yes. you got your complete set. Uh, you got your group of partners yeah. and you guys are working towards it. I like it, man. Um, I, I really like some of the things that you've said so far, man. I think this is going to be a great episode for, for fathers to, to listen to and, and take away from and really understand that last piece is, uh, man, that partnership piece is huge. Um, the mindset things that you've been talking about and kind of being open to being able to change and adapt and grow and, and not be kind of stuck in this vein of this is the type of man or father that I'm going to be and, and being willing to adjust, I think is going to be huge for, for whoever's listening. Um, if they're not already doing it, um, if they are doing it, it's going to solidify that idea um, and that mindset for them. Um so I mean, thank you for for sharing it. I really I really appreciate what you've said so far. So I, I do have I do have a couple of, a couple more questions for you. Um, yeah. And I prepped you for them. <laughs> um, the first was the big one, right? It's 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 the crux of the podcast. The podcast mm -hmm. is a fatherhood podcast. Um, so I, I have to ask you, what is what does fatherhood mean? Uh, to fatherhood you? to me means. Uh, leadership and, 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 um, and partnership, right? Like I, like I said, uh, it's, it's changing the, the mindset of, of, of just thinking that you are the, um, you're the, like you said, taking it from boss to the leadership, right? Uh, understanding that there, there mm -hmm. is, there are people that you are, are, uh, you have this responsibility to lead and they're going to, they're, they're going, you're, 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 uh, you're building and molding other leaders because that's what you want to want for them. So is, leadership is, is what fathership means mm -hmm. to me. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. So you are, uh, you're, you're mm -hmm. driving down the freeway, right? Yeah. Atlanta traffic still yeah. bad or badish. Okay. All right. Perfect. This fits perfectly then driving down the freeway. Yeah. Uh, what is that? 85. Okay, so you're on 85, mm -hmm. you look up to your right, mm -hmm. uh, there's a billboard, right? You have an opportunity to put on this billboard whatever you want, but it's going to be specifically mm -hmm. for fathers. On that freeway that day, for whatever reason, yep. gridlock traffic yep. is just dads in the car. What do you want, I want them, them to them see? I want see, trust the process, and enjoy the journey. Okay, expand on that. What do you so, about trust so the process. Wait, same wait, thing wait, we've been wait. talking about uh, this entire time is it, it, that that life is a process and the, and and them growing is a process, right? So you have to trust that okay. you're going to do the right things. You're going to grow with them, and you're going to uh, you're going you're going to continue to wake up every day. Every day, if it didn't go well the uh, the uh, the the day before, that you're trusting the process. That hey, I've been I have the right mindset. We're we're going in the right direction. It may not have went the way I thought it should go, but I'm trusting the process that I am, am doing the right things for the right reasons. And I'm also open-minded enough to grow and pivot and change. So that's the, pro the process is that there's going to be some bumps and bruises, but you're constantly open to, open to, uh, to pivoting and, and adjusting and adapting. And then enjoy the journey is, hey, while you're doing all this, you have to be you have to be mindful that they're growing and it's you can't go backwards. So you have to enjoy that. Enjoy that journey 
um, that you're, that, 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 that you all are growing, going along together. Like you all are a family and, and y'all are going on this journey together. So trust that process while you're going through this journey, but enjoy it as well. Wow. Wow. I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're back on 85. Um, this time, no, mm-hmm. there's only one mm-hmm. car on the road, right? And this is obviously rare occasion, mm-hmm. but there's one car on the road. It's the same billboard. And yep. this car is your three little girls. Uh, what do I you mean, want this, them to this see? I mean, it's what I've, what I've built my, uh, for, you know, the, the later part of my life, but it, I want them to, to see dream big. Uh, I want them to, to make sure that they are, they are always, uh, you know, getting the the most out of this journey that they can get. And I want them to understand that uh, their father dreamed as big as, as he could. And I want them to understand that they they um, have a responsibility to themselves to dream as big as they can. Don't just be here and just exist. But I want you to to, to dream that big dream and go uh, and go out and, and execute. So that's uh, that's that's what I want them to see. I like yep. it. Big, yep. big words. Dream big. I love it. I love it. All right, Fred, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day. I know as fathers, we're extremely busy. We got responsibilities and we got things we got to do. And I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk to us um, and share a little bit about your experience as a father. Um, I think, like I say, you dropped some gems on us that somebody is going to take myself. I'm going to take um, and use and expand on on their fatherhood and and their journey. Um, I'm trusting the process and I'm enjoying it every step of the way. Uh, and I just want to again say thank you for for joining us. Now, if people want to want to find you um, on on social media, on on the on the Internet somewhere, uh, how would they Dream go about big doing that? Fred on um, on all the social media platforms. Um, you can check out the Powerhouse Conversations podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you uh, wherever you like to listen. Um, you know, powerhouse conversations on YouTube. We have, we're, we're, we're transitioning into video. So you, you can, um, you know, definitely find us on, on YouTube, but, um, yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. And I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, fathers go check it out, man. Go, go see what he's got going on. The powerhouse, uh, powerhouse conversations podcast is some powerhouse conversations. Like it's some real stuff going on over there. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, and expand on on your knowledge just in, in everything, right? Um, all right, that's it, man. We're, we're going to sign off. And, uh, fellas, I'll see you guys next week. All right, Fred, thanks. I'll be talking to you soon. All right. You just tuned into another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me at you can call me coach on Instagram. Also follow the podcast at Forfeit Fatherhood, the number four and the letter U on You Can Call Me Coach. Uh, go ahead and flip over to the next episode, man. I know you love this one, so you'll probably love the next one. Excited for you guys to hear it.